Hello, all you ghost adventurers. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) To another episode of You You Didn't Didn't Ask with Frankie and Tish. The ever so hilarious Tish, (laughs) always keeping me on my toes and always making me bust a gut, I have to say. (laughs) Well, at least it was a bust a gut. (laughs) Yeah, true. I didn't bust something else. Okay, so you guys, on our many adventures, Mm -hmm. we meet tons of people, and we have had the pleasure of meeting uh, some other podcasters named Rachel and Amber from the podcast Paranormal Awesome Road Trip. And they were so kind to ask us if we would join them on an episode of their podcast. And we were the guests. Yeah, and it was so much fun. We had a total blast. There's a lot. They were wonderful. Before and after laughing. That did not get caught on tape. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't but, share everything yeah. with you. Secrets. Right. Tons of secrets. <laughs> However, that's what this episode this week is. Um, you can catch them, I believe, on Spotify and Apple as well. Um, again, that's mm-hmm. Paranormal Awesome Road Trip. But we're going to go ahead and share that episode here with you. So have fun, y'all. Bye. Bye. everyone hello this is rachel this is amber and we are part paranormal awesome road trip and today we have some special guests would you like to introduce yes we have frankie and tish here of you didn't ask podcast uh they are two wonderfully spooky minded ladies just (laughs) like we are and they are just here to chat with us about some spooky paranormal stuff yeah hello 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 thanks for having us Look at you guys. You got a whole setup. Super (laughs) perfect. That's how we roll. Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to start off um, basically with some questions. So we're going to go ahead and ask them and they're going to answer. Yeah. Maybe. If you're lucky. So how long have you two known each other? It was her 30th birthday party that I got invited to. And I'm going to be 45 this year. So. Oh, 15 okay. about 15 years that's a long right out with that now everyone knows how old i am damn it yesterday my 30th birthday was yesterday that's We've right known each other a day one whole day <laughs> a wonderfully long day okay um could you share on your first paranormal experience if you can remember we talked about this. We're like, do you remember back that? I mean, we've had so many our so whole many. lives. I mean, I can tell you a few, but I don't, I don't know I if know, it's my like, first, my, first. Like when we were like, I, I think it was our first episode that we discussed like our pivotal um, ghost story. But like, I feel like I was already kind of mentally prepared because I had been aware of it my entire life even though I haven't like have a like defined moment that I realized it was like, it's always, I came out the womb and I was all boo bitches. (laughs) So like I knew. (laughs) Did you ever have any like childhood like experiences when you were kids? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did too, but she's got a really good one. Well, I was young. I I think I was roughly around like eight years old and uh, I awoken up to someone running up and down the hallway. 
And uh, the house always had activity. So like I'm in the middle of the night, I'm waking up. I hear my brother freaking out because he could hear it too. He has a room right next door to mine. And um, then the doorbell rings. So, you know, I'm ignoring it because I'm not supposed to answer the door and it keeps going off. My mom gets up and now I'm brave enough to go down the hallway to, you know, see what's going on. And like, there's somebody in the house or we're like, I'm don't really know what's going on. And um, when she answers the door, me and my brother behind her and no one's there. And then she's upset because she thinks someone was like ringing the doorbell, trying to wake us up. Yeah. Ding dong, bitch. Yeah. And (laughs) at this this point, like, no, we're scared. And like telling her, like we heard stuff. She but this is her. like midnight or one or two in it's, the morning, it's right? Middle of night. Uh huh. So um, then she, uh, the way that the doorbell rang, uh, it had like this battery power thing that you would pl- plug into the wall, and so she just ripped it out because it had gone <laughs> off again, and she, there was nobody there. So she's like, "Oh, it's like, it's the batteries or whatever." She's like, "You guys go back to sleep." She pulls it out, and then it goes off again <gasps> while it's pulled out right. dude my brother's oh, hell no she's like solve that boom. Right. so my brother's freaking out screaming i'm scared and she's like yelling us to go back to sleep and, you know you can't go back to sleep after something like that happens oh, no. especially when you're eight and then this chick over here had creepy ass porcelain dolls staring at her in yeah. her room so oh, how could you whoa. sleep through that yeah. yeah that was like the way my mom decorated my room with a bunch of dolls it's like staring at me and i, I swear i'd see them night um you know, I got involved with playing with a Ouija board. I won't play with it anymore based on experiences because it accelerated stuff that happened in the house and just seeing like cursors like on. Oh, coincidentally, her ghost was named Rachel. Yeah, I just remembered this. It's her. She's back. (laughs) (laughs) So I I would play the board by myself. Another mistake that should not be like, you know, this was given to me as a gift, like something to play with. Because this is what you give all eight year olds. What the hell? Who gave (laughs) it? And then, like, no one else. You're like, here, kid, it. contact the devil. I, have fun. <laughs> Goodbye. <I'm in> demons. <laughs> Stuff's happening around the house to the point where, like, we turn on the video games and the cursor's doing figure eights just like the Ouija board was doing. And me and my brother, the one witnessing all this stuff, and he's freaking out. I'm freaking out. We call my aunt because she was, like, super religious, and she has to come in and bless the house for stuff to go away, even try to get rid of the board a, a few times and it kept coming back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've had um, stories told to me like that too. My sister um, was messing around. She was in one of our episodes. She probably, if you heard it, where a lot of activities happening around in her mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. But when she was a kid, they used to play um, the Ouija board too. And like at one point they were all outside and their hair just goes straight up. Like, there was no wind or anything, but all of her friends, her their hair just went straight up. And then, like, throughout their lives, each one of their friends, except for my sister, has, like, passed away really randomly. Oh, wow. Like, one of her friends got hit by a car. One got, like, super sick, and they didn't know what was wrong with them. Like, it was just, it was crazy. And then one ended up in a mental institution and then ended up passing there. My only, my sister's the only one left, and she's like, because bad never dies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. <laughs> I also had one later in life, and she kept trying to throw it away, and it kept coming back. She even used to work at, like, an airport, like, cleaning up the airplanes. And mm-hmm. so she's like, I'm throwing it in the garbage here right it still came home like it would oh my gosh 
And like, I believe her because I don't feel like she would tell me a lie. So. Yeah, that's creepy as hell. Yeah, the, it's powerful. And we always tell our listeners, like, do not play with it. Do well, it. it's funny because we make them. We make <laughs> giant spirit boards, um, some yeah. wood where um, she carves them out. Mm-hmm. And then like I paint the background and then she does all the art hand, you know, artwork on them. And they're beautiful. They're awesome. They work. We also make smaller resin ones. And people always ask us, you know, like, is this one of the tools of the trade? And we're like, fuck no. Oh, sorry. I don't know if I can cuss on your show. (laughs) Yeah, you can. Um, Okay. We're like, hell no. They're like, wait, you don't use them? We're like, no. We've had experience and there's no need for us to ever do it again. But we we feel good about, yeah, we feel good about making them though, because we're putting good intention into Mm them. Oh, that's that's true. That's good. And like, people who actually know how to use them and like practice yeah open I'm clothes sure they know and... their own way around it so that's that I mean if you're trained or you've been taught right that, then for sure but if you're just like oh I'm gonna buy it and be dumb like then no. right there was one concern we had for a child who like he was like I'm gonna summon demons and dad's like cool <laughs> let me buy him one and he and was, was little like, he was little his little face like lit up and I've never seen a little oh, how face. old like, would you say he was like probably. five or six he was little yeah. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, dude. And dad's like, oh, let's go, homie. I'm like, yeah. no. Well, we, we advertise them as functional art pieces. They're meant to be art pieces. They're meant to be looked at. Here's, you know, here's instructions how to take care of it. Um, you can use how it. to use it, how to open it, how to close it. And then That's when like cool. little kids are interested, we try to explain to them like this is more than just like a toy. Um, and then explain to their parents that we, we want to be responsible and make sure that they know what they're getting into. Right. Yeah. yeah so there's a whole thing. I mean, I don't the heard... that we didn't get from what was it, Parker? Uh, <laughs> what was it, Milton? <laughs> Milton, Milton Bradley, Bradley or whatever, yeah. whoever made it originally? I don't even remember do you, anymore. Um, do you have like an Etsy shop or yeah, an online store or anything? We do. We have an online store, mm-hmm. and we're also uh, we opened up we're uh, on our online store on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We just haven't started using it there, but that'll be shortly. But our website, you can purchase merch and yeah. other stuff. And that is udenas13.com. Thank you. I, I will definitely go look and buy one because I've been looking in the market uh, just to buy one just for decor. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Decor for sure. I'm comfortable using them, but I want yeah. it decor. I know some people make them like the resin ones. They make them with different um, like horror characters and stuff. And I was like, that's really cool. I want one. So I will check out your website first. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Give us a couple of days to load some more up on there. Because oh, yeah. I think the only ones that are up there now are the through Macari, the um, really large ones, the, perhaps. The large ones. Um are they're th- big. They're yeah. like they're huge. Big. They're meant to be like <laughs> well, I take up the whole damn wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not that big, but pretty much. That'd be sick yeah. though if you just painted one on your wall and used the planchette. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so we, her we send links to them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. We'll send you links. Thank but you. her origin story was a uh, well, I don't know if that was your first one, but hers was way no, more creepy I, than I, mine. I know it wasn't my origin because I like because okay. I was aware of what was happening that being like out of norm normality that wasn't like a person like that, you were terrified because you already knew that ghosts yeah, existed and if you didn't you would just be like hmm, that doesn't yeah. belong because i like there's no reason in the middle of the night for if there's <laughs> laughing <laughs> right down the hallway and stuff oh my gosh oh, hell no i wipe my nose um yeah so mine i remember like literally being like four years old and seeing like shadow beings and people like silhouettes, like peeking into my bedroom door and stuff at night or stuff flying off the, um, 
the dressers and stuff at like about four, but I can't even tell you if that was my first experience or. Oh yeah. I I mean, there's so many, it's hard to like pinpoint, (laughs) but. I know. I've listened to a lot of your guys' stories and I was just like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And that is not even all of them. Oh my gosh. There's so many. Yeah. Some are like, like not a 45 minute conversation, but they're just super creepy. So like, or like we wait until something significant happens. Yeah. My, one of my cousins, um, I don't know if she, Sometimes I wonder, like, you know, if you just have attachments or if you're haunted or if you bring on the paranormal activity mm-hmm. because everywhere she went, but one of her houses was really bad. And I remember like, you know, spending the night and being in the living room and then just listening to like little feet running up and down, like, you know, the halls upstairs the when there's no kids. And yeah. <laughs> oh, <geez>. So <laughs> like that's, um, I have four- little shadows and whatever. Yeah. So I have four sisters and all of them have like different experiences and stuff. But one of my sisters is definitely haunted. Like she carries something with her. So I think like, that about us too. <laughs> so like in, in every house she's ever at, there's always some sort of activity there. Um, so it kind of explains why she's kind of like a nomad. Like she just kind of doesn't stay anywhere. Oh Yeah. Um, but, but everywhere she, you go, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> little attachment. There was, like, there was like a time where she was driving late at night and she was just um just driving and she looked in her rearview mirror and she saw like total black figure with like yellow eyes. And she like was so close to her other my yeah. other sister, just pulled over and ran into her house, was like, hey yeah hell no so scary I wouldn't even know what to do like I'd crash if there was something like that I know like my every nightmare is to like be driving down the freeway at night and look Mm -hmm. in the rearview mirror and that someone be in the back seat or eyes staring back at you and I can freak myself out like thinking about it too like don't look in the rearview mirror same and like I always check at night I always check my back seat just to make sure there's no all back there right it's Chucky that's my irrational fear well, I have a little visitor that likes to hop in my car and kick the back of my seat and I've never seen them. I've, I've felt them. I sense them, but I've never seen them, mm-hmm. but there are times when they're like pretty bad. And I'm like, I'm so afraid I'm going to look in the rear view mirror and there's going to be like some little demon baby face or something staring at me. And I don't, I'm like, not today. You're not like, today. what bills are you paying? Are you putting gas in his right? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm not your Uber. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's just like sometimes, like, like I would say, like ninety nine percent of the time, I can walk up to my car at night and be fine. But is that one percent? I yes. feel like someone's already <laughs> in my car. Yes. Or yeah. I, you driving, look in the window first. You're I'm driving home, and I feel like someone's gonna pop up in the back, and I'm like, right. it's not it's okay. Just irrational, but I feel the same way, and like mm-hmm. I just am like, no, <laughs> I won't look. I, I will like Frankie, like you said, I won't look in the no. rearview mirror. I rather no. just, I rather just not know. Just not know. Yeah. <laughs> put blast the music up or I can't hear anything. Right. I'm like, Hey, the side view mirrors work too. Okay. <laughs> we don't need to look at the rear view mirror. To watch out for me. I'm going straight. <laughs> <laughs> Something kills me on the way home. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So your next question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I know you guys talked about like, both of you have had a lot of, um, how do I for paranormal involvement, I guess, throughout your whole lives? We are touched. paranormally active. Yes. <laughs> but, um, 
And I know you talked about on on your guys's podcast too, like your partners are somewhat skeptics or non-believers. Mm-hmm. Sound like that they're fairly quick to believe you though sometimes. Well, it's they themselves like pretty much for the most part before we started this, because it's <laughs> changed a little bit yeah. now. So before we started this, it's like, I've never seen anything. I've never experienced anything. I don't believe that it's true, but I also don't believe that you're going to lie to me. So if you say you saw this or experienced it, then it happened. And yeah. that's kind of like where their stance is, mm-hmm. but it has definitely <laughs> changed <laughs> since we started this. And I'm not going to say like, you know, leaps and bounds because there's still more on the side of skeptic, but definitely explaining yeah. themselves. But there's definitely some experiences they've had that they can't explain. Mm-hmm. Like um my husband has finally seen his first shadow being Ooh. and couldn't explain it. And he's like, what the fuck? Like something <laughs> just in the hall. And I was like, oh you saw it. And he's all you saw it. And I was like, yeah. I just yeah, like every all the time, but you never see it. You just saw it for the first time. So he was hella freaked out about that. And then when we were on a ghost hunt, so my husband firm, like skeptic, um, something pushed him while we were doing an investigation. And, His like, eyes were like, yeah. So my, my husband already has big eyes, but then like, they're really big. So, and like uh, that, not, he talks a lot too. Like he can't help himself. He just talks. So that night after that happened, he had his hood on, was sitting down and was just like, like defeated and like (laughs) trying to get like something pushed me (laughs) you're like i know we're like that's why we're here sorry (laughs) fight a ghost yeah what do you do what do you do you just gotta just like put it put your your hoodie on and keep (laughs) i I think it's different too like once you've you know reached middle age and you're only just now having your first experience Mm -hmm. i think it like messes with your head a little bit more Mm -hmm. because when you're smaller you still believe in magic and fantasy and the possibility of anything you know and then as you get you know on your way in life you're your beliefs are more firm. So if you're like, Mm -hmm. absolutely not, they don't exist. And then all of a sudden something touches you in the dark. That's not there. Mm -hmm. I think it messes with your head. Yeah. probably A little more than normal. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what the hell? And I think just being around us and hearing some of our stories and stuff, like there's been opportunity. I know my husband's also heard more whispering and things um, walking around uh, our house that seem to have like make noise or want to have some acknowledgement from him. So that scares him too. But then he'll write, he's like, oh, I just probably just heard something, but it, someone else in the house heard it too. So it wasn't just you, you know? So like, just don't discount it. Like, right. Yeah. Don't keep it to yourself. Tell right. us so we can put it on the podcast. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that's like your, your, that's like Tom, your husband. Oh, he, my husband, he will not admit it like even if something he can't explain, he's like, there's, there is a, an explanation. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's our- exactly how my husband is he's like wind door (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. our running joke is like a ghost could come and kick him between the cheeks (laughs) it was the wind (laughs) (laughs) the wind that he released or like (laughs) yeah um so is i'm i'm sure it can be but for you guys is it frustrating or kind of invalidating when you feel like you're not believed, you're not being listened to, not taken seriously. 
with your own experiences. You want to go? And then I'll, and then I'll, you go and then I'll go. (laughs) For me, um, I don't hold it against anybody. Like if they're skeptic, because the first thing that I automatically think is like, okay, this person and me, I I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. Like, I I can't like, not that I I can't believe someone, but I'm like, I'm having those logical breakdowns. Well, it could have been this. It could have been that. Right. Like before you jump and say like, you know, the, the devil visited you, like I, I need to know like some other background story or like experience it, but I've experienced stuff. So I know, and I, I do believe people that they believe whatever happened. So I know sometimes when I'm talking, what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, I have, because I'm that, that way with somebody else. It's okay that they're that way with me. They believe me. Great. If not, oh well. Cool. I remember like when I was little, and you, when you're little, you just want to be heard so bad and mm-hmm. believe so bad. And people are less like responsive to you when you're a child or like, dude, you're a little kid. So you're imagining crap. So I remember being frustrating when I was little, but as an adult, like either you believe me or you don't, and I don't care either way because mm-hmm. I know what I've experienced. And like she said, I will second that, that, you know, we're the first people that when someone says, Oh my God, something happened. And we saw ghosts. We're like, Hmm, let's break that down. Now let's really talk about that. The back window was open. The front door was open. There was a cross breeze going through and, you know, like this kind of thing. So I, I take it kind of like as a, as a challenge. And I'm super Mm -hmm. excited to tell people those stories, uh, kind of just double down on what Tish said is that, it doesn't really annoy us now or frustrate us or irritate us because mm-hmm. it's, you know, to each their own. And I I'm just kind of like, well, lucky for you, you know what I mean? That you don't have to know what this is like, because it's not always pleasant. So I'm like, if someone's like, Oh, I don't believe then obviously they've never seen. And I'm then like, I, you're I, like untouched. Good for you. That's true. <laughs> I think too, like it makes us more legitimate that we're not jumping on every single thing that someone tells us and that we're actually trying to break it down and trying to solve it for them. Mm-hmm. So like we do come up with um, people telling us stories and based on we're like, okay, you definitely have something going on and you definitely need to be doing this. And you should definitely walk 10 feet away from me. And here's a <laughs> you're, like, you're like handing them stuff and like, good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I know that like, it was hard for me to like talk to people about the podcast in general. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I really want you to know about my like interests like especially like co-workers or right yeah um, friends I don't see all the time you know and I'm just talk about that often because it makes you really vulnerable vulnerable you know like Mm -hmm. you're putting yourself out there and especially if you think about it half the world doesn't believe in this Mm -hmm. so half the world thinks that we're cuckoo for cocoa puffs Mm -hmm. and um that's the part that is not frustrating but it's like um you you just worry about you know more about putting yourself out there yeah. And then you do so much as whether or not they believe in your ghost stories, you know? Right. And I just I'm- recently started telling um like closer friends, like um, that started out as coworkers but are now like actual friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually been kind of nice because like they're like, Oh my god, we have so many stories and like, you know, this and that. And like, like you, you guys, I definitely like try to listen, but like, like, well, is there something that we could really like say that it was a ghost or did what what were the other elements to the story right Mm -hmm. right Um, but it is also really nice to like know that they also have had experiences if I feel like it's truth um and also it helps me network some for our next like campfire and stuff like that because I want our campfire stories to be as like authentic as possible Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. yep you know I don't I don't what you mean 
I don't like to sell bullshit to anyone. Yes. And for this podcast, it's, it's really taking both of us out of our comfort zone, but we've had a lot of fun doing it because it Mm -hmm. gives us time away from our daily lives to explore the unknown, you know, like she has work and her mom vibes and, you know, she's a a wife and I have my, you know, my responsibilities, but when we can get together and just take a trip somewhere, it's just like the best ever. And since we think we're so funny, we're just like, let's (laughs) it up, you know? Yeah. Hey, that's how you start. Yeah. That's how we started. We're like, you're funny. <laughs> yeah, and I'm funny. And we're funny. Let's together. be funny for the world. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, we we started our intentions with our podcast just to have, you know, fun, and we still want to do it that way. But we've actually mm-hmm. like reached a lot of countries, and like people download our episodes, and like it's it's kind of nice, you know. So we still haven't got a freaking email though. <laughs> <laughs> We ask on every single episode to send us an email and we still haven't gotten one. <laughs> What's our email address? Uh, <laughs> take me off. Uh, it's paroadtrip2018 at gmail.com. Send us Maybe. anything. Anyone. Hey, I have to tell you, you did get an email because I responded to yours. <laughs> so ben, we, get an email. we, we have it. broken your email, Cherry. Okay. <laughs> Be happy. <laughs> <laughs> time to celebrate <laughs> right. okay hey, so um what you got frankie um i think it was frankie we think yeah we're not sure exactly but um sounds like you've had a lot of experiences um surrounding your animals um and doors opening and closing would you sa- share some of that with us so actually we both um i think i i vocalize it a little bit more but we both had uh animal experiences and especially tish more recently with um i don't know if her dog used to be my dog mm-hmm. and so he's haunted <laughs> and and i think i gave him to her haunted yes <laughs> and his brother he i used to have you know two two little guys and one of the brothers was actually killed by a german shepherd oh cuz they, they were little teeny tiny guys um but the other dog was given to tish and um he's a little salty he's a little bit of a butthead <laughs> Um, yeah he like seriously as like personalities go like for animals he is a an asshole i'll just say that (laughs) um yeah he's definitely yeah he's a little shit but um but loved (laughs) so much but i often think i mean she has seen uh, if you want to say the trail yeah like he'll walk and then you'll see like another like almost white trail or white figure like right behind like him. another white dog and i was telling her maybe it's his brother maybe because he's so old oh, now i mean yeah. i got him in i think he was he was born october 31st 2006 and oh, we're in 2023 so i mean he's an old dog and he's still around so yeah. i'm like maybe it's his brother like just kind of like coming to get him and like saying hey come to the light or come and he's going the opposite way yeah so and then he <laughs> runs away from him like he did in life because right. he's like fuck everybody including my brother i'm not ready yeah so you've had experiences with that um for me just definitely i don't know what it is my my first like pivotal experience was when uh my cat had died and then it you know a couple months later jumped onto my bed when i was trying Mm -hmm. to go to sleep jumped on my stomach walked up, did that little spin that it does to get comfortable. And then I could feel it needing me and purring and everything. And (laughs) I didn't have a cat anymore. So that was scary as hell. 
Um, and then when our dogs passed, uh, after they'd been gone, um, they used to, they were indoor outdoor dogs, but they spent a lot of time. Like we set up the garage for them and they had a little door they could get into and out to the backyard. And, and when they would hear us get up, they would go to the garage door and sniff under the door. And you know how dogs are like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Making that little sniffy sound. And even after they passed, they I did that. Like, yeah. Well, all I know is. I know dogs will, but after they passed, they did it every day still. My dog ghost better come back and sniff the door. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of scary. Well, at first it was just, you're so used to it happening every single day when they were living that after they were gone, you didn't think twice about it. It was just a normal noise. And then I would go to open the door to let them in and they'd be like, Oh yeah, I don't have dogs anymore. What the hell? Like <laughs> what the hell? Oh, I yeah, just I see that. <laughs> I just let ghost dogs into the house. Exactly. I think, <laughs> you know, so I definitely have had plenty of animal experiences and doors opening, closing for the most part, when doors open and close, I don't see it. I hear it. Right. Yeah. So, um, I'll like, mm-hmm. I'll be in my room and then the, the door will slam and I won't have seen it, but I'll hear it. And then I'll look and the door is closed. Like I'm not mm-hmm. actively seeing like the motion of the door closing. Mm-mm. I think I've had like maybe one or two of those, but most of the time it's just like me hearing it and then looking and going, what the shit? Yeah. You know, yeah. Cabinets. Yeah. And yeah. For be- me, it's been cabinets and like drawers. Like you'll hear stuff in the kitchen You'll and you'll hear something open and you go in there and it's either open or it's not, but you oh, hear yeah. it and other people hear it. So it's not just me. We'll all stop and like, what, what was it? Like who's in the kitchen? Yeah. You go and there's no one there. Drawers are the worst though. Like if, you know, I'm working in the other room with my door open and I hear the drawer in the kitchen open and someone like shuffling around, like they're looking for utensils and I don't think anything about it. And then I'm like, Oh wait, I'm by myself. And so when I'll go and look and there's, there's like no one there. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're looking for. The knives aren't there. (laughs) Amber had something. I'm like, do you need a spoon for the yogurt? (laughs) It's in the other drawer. I feel like my ex was like, haunted or followed or something like that because every place I lived with him hella shit would happen there and then like once we got divorced and I wasn't living with him no more nothing yeah she yeah uh, one of those like he had an attachment that she told me was um was she was well no I wasn't I came to get you because you were freaked out but she was cleaning and and like had her radio on like her stereo and then she like stopped cleaning so she turned off the radio and then it turned back on mm. but what the hell and then she unplugged it and it turned back on and like immediately she left and called me no it was the lamp oh the lamp it was okay. the lamp because we had one of those cheap ass lamps that you used to get from walmart the silver one with the um with the colored like bulb uh like the round colored yeah. bulb things okay like shade, yeah, yeah. flick it on and off it was very audible Mm-hmm. And I could hear it clicking multiple times from the other room. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> and I so I went and unplugged it and I could still hear it clicking on and off. Oh, and hell no. Going in there. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. 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 We've had we've had Toys. stereos go yeah. on when we're hanging out together, printers. printers, things unplugged, and then they're still printing shit. And you know, so we've had all that too. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you do when that happens? Do you actually address it or do you just run just curious (laughs) you're like leave my house or you're like i'm out 
Uh, I think most of the time when that happened, we would just leave. Yeah, she she called me immediately and was like, come get me. And she was waiting <laughs> outside, not in my house because it was like apartment. Yeah. So I'd be waiting outside my apartment. But that time I got so pissed and frustrated. I was just like, just fucking stop. <laughs> and then yeah. I stopped and I got scared. So I ran. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, uh I had a little kid tell me once that they were afraid that their house was haunted. And I was like, well, just tell it to stop, you know, just leave you alone. Cause you can say that you can say, just leave me alone. I'm not cool with this. You're in my space, take off. And he was like, I could never do that. And I said, why? And I said, he said, because what if it stops then, (laughs) (laughs) you know, then, then that's confirmation. So problem solved, I guess. (laughs) Then then I'm going to be more terrified because. Then I'm going to know for sure that it was a ghost where right now it could be, you know, several other things. Yeah, that's That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) Smart, but yeah. I never thought of it that way, but that's a good way to be like, well, then it stops. And then like, and then what? (laughs) Freaking ghost there. And then I'm like, are you still hanging out? Do you need to go out for coffee? Like, what are we doing here? Like, (laughs) are you on ghost Tinder? Like, are we still friends? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I thought we were friends. Girl, are you looking for a ghost lady? Because my friend's house is on it too. So <laughs> maybe you guys can meet and go bowling or something. On her way. Right. <laughs> All right. So um, I know talked a lot about the collector or the shadow man. Yes. Which I was listening to uh, of your guys's. And that just spooked the shit out of me. So I just want to know if you could share maybe like a summary of, of what, what, what what's going on with that (laughs) so i don't even really i mean we've talked about him kind of quite a bit but i don't even really like to talk about him i almost feel like talking about him is invoking the spirit or something i don't know right um but the the first time that i saw him i realized i think i may have said in another episode that it really wasn't the first time that i'd seen him when i was 16 and i forgot about it Mm -hmm. and Um, I was at a slumber party and he was just there and I saw him and that was it. Didn't think anything of it and kind of just was like, that was fucking freaky and I'll never see him again. And then at this point, when I did see him, it was 20 years later, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe more 30 years later. No, I wasn't that old 20 years later. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) it was totally, there was a lot going on in my life at the time with lots of transitions, people coming in, people going out, businesses starting, relationships beginning, relationships ending. And so there was just a lot of weird energy at the time, and especially in the house that I had lived in. Mm -hmm. And I just woke up on one specific day and I was like, Disney, all the day is beautiful and let me open the windows and listen to the birds and little the deer run to me and we'll make dresses or something. (laughs) Um, and on that particular day I had opened up my window, which is something that I don't normally do just to let the sunlight in. I like being a vampire in the dark. Same, but, um, yeah. So this day, for whatever reason, I just decided to open my window and, when I did, I was really busy working and I could see something moving in my peripheral vision, but didn't really pay a lot of attention to it. Cause I just assumed, you know, it's a tree, you know, there's branches, there's trees out in the yard, something's blowing in the wind. So I, 
you know, didn't, it didn't even bother me, but after, and I hyper-focused because I have ADHD. So I was just like, I'm doing this thing and this is what I'm paying attention to. So then after I was done, I kind of just casually looked and I cannot, I mean, I know I said this on the episode too, but it's such a frightening thing to feel like you're being watched and then look and see that someone is watching you especially when you're in the privacy of your own home. So now they've come up on your yard and initially it's like total fear. Like who the fuck is this? And then I kind of realized that it's not human, you know, it's, it's a shadow figure and he looks like, um, a private detective. I mean, you could totally see the silhouette so you can see the hat. You can tell that there's a trench coat on, Mm -hmm. but there's no facial features. There's no, you know, deciphering features, but that scared the shit out of me. And I, and it was so weird because it didn't, it was trying to get my attention for a long time moving in the window. I mean, it had to be like at least a half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I saw it and it saw me see it, it just walked away and it didn't disappear. It didn't fade into the mist. It didn't do anything like that. It like was on a casual fucking Sunday stroll. Like, Oh, you see me. Okay. Bye bitch. And then just turned, <laughs> turned and, hands. and walked away, walked toward my backyard. And I like freaked out. Everyone's like, you've been working so hard, staying up so late, getting up so early. Like you're tripping. Like there was nothing there. Mm-hmm. And then a couple, maybe weeks later, I was in the backyard by myself with my son, who at the time I was probably like months old, maybe a year. Mm-hmm. And, um, he was playing around and <clears throat> yeah, maybe a year, but so, and I felt, I got that feeling again, like something's watching me and I just looked up and down at the end of the end of the yard, there he was standing there just looking at me. And as soon as the same thing, as soon as he saw me see him, he just turned around on his Sunday stroll and just went, you know, toward the side of the yard, which is where he went the last time I saw him, but from the other direction. So I ran this time. I was like, I'm going to find out what he wants. And I ran over there and um, followed him and he walked between two sheds. So I looked between the sheds and then I could see him walk and he wasn't there. And so I was like, I I couldn't handle it. I I couldn't follow him after that point. My bravery only lasted so long (laughs) and I had spent it all walking over there. Um, And then um, another time, pretty soon after I saw him again and um, thought it was my roommate. She was napping on the couch and I thought it was her getting up to go to her room. And I was walking behind what I thought was her in the hallway, kind of just like, you know, texting on my phone and then they stopped. So I had to stop and I'm standing there stopping and I'm like, why aren't they going? And I look up and it's not her. It's him again, just standing there in my hallway and he sees me see him. And then he just walks and turns the corner and then that's it. I don't see him anymore. But every single time I saw him, um, I would have loss, whether it be death or, you know, another way. And, um, I kind of started putting the, and it was weird too, because I was like, I don't know what the hell this thing is. I don't know what it wants. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what it wants for me, what it's trying to tell me. But every time I saw him, it was like, I got a message in my head that just said the collector, the collector, the collector. So after the third time I researched him, found some stuff on him and um that he collects and he's a shadow being and all this stuff and really 
Like he's like the king of shadow beings. But at the time I didn't really know that much and there wasn't Mm -hmm. so much information. I mean, there were people that were talking about him that had seen him too. But then years later, when I looked it up again, like he's not, you, if you look at the collector, you can't find anything Mm -hmm. on it. So I'm like, how the hell? And it says like shadow bean or shadow man or um, the hat man. He's known as the hat man and and that kind of stuff as well. Mm -hmm. What was that? We've heard of the hat man before. Yeah. And he's, it's all the same guy. And it's a trip when, you know, you experience this and you're like, am I fucking crazy? Like, am I losing my mind? Am I schizophrenic? Am I, you know, any number of things that I'm the only one seeing this, this thing. And then you start doing research and there's people everywhere. I mean, other countries at, you know, wherever. And they're like, I saw him. And then this happened and, and just exactly what I saw exactly what he looked like. And, and I, and that made it more, I think, frightening. Right. Yeah, for sure. Then, cause at least I could be like, okay, like maybe I need to take more vitamins or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I didn't get enough vitamin D and must be deficient. And you know, so then, uh, yeah, to, to hear all these other people having that experience, I'm like, what does that mean? That, that, that yeah. we're linked in that way. And I think from research and other like uh, people we've talked to about it, like it's kind of leans towards like kind of like an omen, not quite like the Grim Reaper type where it's like necessarily super bad, but it just, I, I personally think it just means like a change. Mm-hmm. Like it's trying to get, catch your awareness, but also like it's, it's known to thrive on fear too. So that's the thing is it, it depends on, so we've learned a lot since then Mm -hmm. and especially like in doing our research. And I don't know if you heard our episode where we had Laura Lavender on, if you haven't listened to our episode, I I highly recommend it. Um, it's mysteries beyond with Laura Lavender and she's highly versed in all things, um, paranormal. And, you know, she kind of just explained that, you know, he for sure is like the leader of all shadow people. Like Mm -hmm all shadow people it's like he's the king and you know they're his minions in a sense Mm. and and they're not so bad but he's bad like he's bad news and yeah and once you've seen him they say you will continue to see him throughout your life so i'm not looking forward to that time i can tell you that yeah um and i hope that she's wrong i hope that 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 research is wrong i can only hope that but I'm in a way like every single time I I have this loss, not to sound sort of morose or anything, but, but other, it causes life change. And when life changes, a lot of good things come with it too. So I'm kind of trying to just like, say, you know, maybe this is more like a warning. Hey, the path that you're headed down right now is not a cool one. Or this person that you're hanging out with, not such a good idea we're going to remove this from your life and get you down on the right path. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a huge faith in, in God and stuff as well. I, like I say, I, I kind of border between being born and raised Catholic and being agnostic, but uh, God to me, not necessarily is what people think, you know, like some dude sitting on a throne in the heavens, like that kind of thing. It's more like God is in everything and, and all around us and in energies and and that sort of stuff. And, and my faith helps to keep me grounded grounded and on the right path. I think that's cool. I think that if I, if I didn't believe in something, it might be more of a terrifying thing for me, but it helps me to stay focused and centered. Mm -hmm. 
That's, that's great. And I know she's, sharing. she's not seen Hatman, but no, I've, she's I've seen, seen shadow people for sure. Yeah, I mean, the, my whole life, her yeah. house that she, where she lives, dude, like it's fucking haunted. I've seen this tall, there's a, there's a tall ass skinny. And I mean, tall, like at maybe like six, I don't know, six, five plus Ugh. shadow man that wanders around in her house. Yeah. Uh, big, the lakes. Just, <laughs> yeah I've just seen him, him several times. Yeah. But he's not really interactive. It's no. like he's, he's like on like his like recorded path. Yeah. Watching him. Yeah. It's almost like you're watching his, his, his loop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost like you're watching his loop or almost like if he's just got shit to do and he doesn't have time for you, like he doesn't even give a <laughs> fuck about you or who I you are. Like go. he's on his mission and he's going to do what he's going to do. Like there's no interaction. There's no, like you see me boogie boogie boo or anything like that. You know, it's just, he's just always here in the corner of your eye or you'll be doing something and you'll see it. And then, uh, then you turn look. and it's on its way out the room and you're all, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm curious, and I'm, I haven't done any research on the hat man or anything, but why do they call him the collector? So they don't. Oh. They call him Shadow Man and the Hat Man. But for some reason, when he came to me, that's the um, message that I was getting was the collector, the collector, the collector. And it was funny, too, because I'd done research. And then I went and talked to one of my aunts who's who can see. She can see ghosts and stuff all the time. And I was like, hey. And I hadn't told her, I hadn't nothing. I was like, can I, can I come over and talk to you about something? And she's all, you've seen the collector, haven't you? Like with no prior knowledge. And I was like, yeah. And then she just, you know, was like, just, you know, pray and salt and sage and, you know, just. There just was keep your faith. a couple things that we found on the internet about him, but it's very brief. And it basically just basically says it's the hat man. It's a, I mean, you, know, you can look him up. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you Googled him, like after this, I would Google shadow man or mm-hmm. the hat man. And yeah, you- I've heard, I've heard like shadow man. I've heard that before. Yeah, we've heard, um, but I've never uh, think, you know, thank the Lord, thank the Lord essentially that I've never experienced that. Cause I've had really heavy um, losses as well. Um, so and I'm also a sensitive, so I can feel like energies and I can feel intention. And I also yeah. like to be touched because mm-hmm. I can feel all of that. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I have to close myself off. And I feel like what you said, Frankie, of, of having some sort of being raised in the Catholic church, I was too. Um, it helps with believing both sides because- right they do like teach you about evil forces where some churches won't acknowledge it at all. Right. So I think that's why, like, at least for me, my, my mind is open to that. And um, the last uh, interview we did with the psychic medium, she was like giving me all of this information about myself. And I'm like, I didn't even know I had that ability. Like, cause I do, but I didn't know what the name of it right. was. You know? And um, it's I've- just something you have, but you don't know what to call it. Yeah. Right. And I've recently, well, she told me that it's called the shining. So I'm like, oh, yeah. that's, cool. <laughs> oh, that's the, cool. Right. I always um, call it the shining. I'm like, I have the shining. Yeah. yeah I'm like, <laughs> that's kind of cool, you know, but um, I, I've recently been developing like really intense, like visions almost not like when I'm awake, it's when I'm at night, like when I'm sleeping 
and they show me a little bit of like glimpses of things and then I'll, it'll actually happen. I'm like, I was here before. Like I did this before. Like, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. not vu. It's like, I've, I've seen it and it, it'll be small things. It'll be like a phrase somebody said to me, or it'll be what somebody's wearing, you know, or just something that I'm just like, I've done this or I've been here or I've seen this. And it's really weird because it's never happened to me before. I'm not saying like, I see like elaborate visions or anything. It's just. Well- that's interesting go ahead you're gonna well I was saying it's like paying attention to patterns too like for me like that like I've been noticing when I someone says something and then I hear it again and then I hear it again that's telling me I need to pay attention to what I'm being like yeah it's like when you see you know triple numbers or something right or I have a weird dream that feels like there's something about this dream that I'm paying attention and remember it. I'm telling people about it. And then something happens that related to it. I was like, this all means something. This is not random. Well, it just makes me realize too, like the obvious, but people don't think about it in their, their regular everyday lives is that we are all energy mm-hmm. and everything that surrounds us is energy. So it only makes sense that some of us are going to be able to sense that energy around it, whether around us, whether we can see it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, and because we're all, we all learn different, we are all different people. We all have different abilities. So some of us can, are going to be able to see it. And I was born into a family where it was just known like out the womb, seriously, like this is who we are. We can see, we can hear, we can feel, and we, we know, and I've always had those abilities growing up where I knew stuff that I shouldn't know, or I knew stuff before it would happen. Sometimes I would get really scared and I'm like, did this happen because I thought it and I made it happen Yeah. or, you know, did someone just tell me and I was like meant to know. So it can all be really scary to navigate, but as you get older, you know, you either make that decision of, is this something that I want to investigate a little bit more, figure out a little bit more, or is this something that I'm just going to kiss goodbye? I mean, because I've had such strong connections with people that like, literally we could speak to each other, um, through closed doors in our head Mm -hmm. and never in a million years would I have believed it if it didn't happen to me. Mm -hmm. And after that, I mean, and I shut that door that scared the shit out of me and I slammed <laughs> that door shut, but then I got older and we started doing other things. And I realized like how, um, much it can help. It's like intuition. It's like your gut, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, your conscience or whatever it is. And, and it's super beneficial. So it's really you have to decide, yeah, you have to decide like, do I want to be open to this or, mm-hmm. or don't I? Because the thing is, is that when you open yourself to this, you're opening a door that can't be shut and there's no filter. You don't have a screen on it. So you can't decide what's going to come through and what's not going to come through. If you make the decision to say, Hey, I want to see, I want to hear, I want to know, then you're going to fucking know it all whenever it happens. Right. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. That's pretty much how I've been. Um, it's like my mom, uh, she passed away in 2020 and she was like our I'm spirit leader and everything. Thank you. So like when she passed, she left a lot of her, like her lessons with all of us. Cause we're all have some sort of, you know, gift. And so like all of my siblings. So like whenever I need to, I can kind of like tap into her like energy so I can mm-hmm. do what I need to do. I was going to ask you, have you seen her since she's been gone or no, dreamt about her? Have, have you dreamt about her? No, I have not. So I'm like, mom, where are you? Like, you know, other people tell me they've dreamt of her and everything, but 
I haven't. I don't have know. you have you gotten any random gifts that shouldn't have been there? Do you find random coins? Like you're just going about your business and all of a sudden you know, where there wasn't a dime, there's a dime or you know, it's actually kind of funny. Um, I forgot this they even existed, but I recently just found my mom's diamond earrings and I didn't even remember ever having them or taking them. I was wearing them when she was passing. <laughs> And I have, I have goosebumps right now because yeah. I'm really getting off, off of you that she's around you. So that's what, that's what everyone tells me. Like the other mediums and things that I've talked to, um, in Salem, um, we went to, um, a reading for fun. Cause when you're in Salem, I mean, you have to do it, right? Yeah, of so <laughs> yeah, course. Salem, we did one and that's the message that I got was that she's always with me that, um, you know, I need to, you know, talk to her and be with her as much as I can. And I always have, like, I'm touching my, my cross, but I always have her, her cross with me all the time. Um, but like I said, it was just recently, like a couple days ago, I was going through some stuff and I found this, um, like old Altoids tin that I didn't even know I had. Right. And I opened it. So I'm like, I'm going to throw this away. Like, what is this? And I opened it and it had my mom's diamond earrings in it. And I'm like, Like it just, it brought me like back to her because I know like I was with her until the very end. Like I held her hand and guided her through it, you know, while she was passing. So like, I knew she had them on and I don't even remember ever taking how you got them. Yeah. How I got them. So, um, so I'm like, Oh mom, like now that you said it makes me feel better that I'm just like, she, because I was getting mad for a minute. I was like, well, why are all these other people like, getting messages. Let me tell you, if I, if I can, can impress anything on you, mm-hmm. don't ever ask why. Okay. Um, because no matter what the answer won't be mm-hmm. what you want it to be. Yeah. And it is meant to be how it is for reasons unseen, That's whether it be, you can't handle it. Yeah. You think you can, you may not be able to handle it or there are other ways of communication, whether mm-hmm. your third eye is open in a certain way or not. And your abilities are probably different from your siblings. Yeah. And just remember to always talk to her because mm-hmm. she answers you. So you have to look for signs. It's not yeah. going to be obvious. You're not going to hear, Hey, Rachel, I'm here. <laughs> Love you, babe. You know, yeah. you, you, um, I mean, you may, but it, it won't be so obvious. So it'll, it'll just be like, no matter what, mom, I love you. No matter what I'm here, whenever you're, you know, ready to talk or if you have something to show me like that kind of thing. And I definitely believe that the diamond rings, I mean, diamond earrings were her way of saying, I I have no idea where they came from. Cause I remember her. I remember that day so well. So I know she was wearing them, but after she passed, I don't remember much of that night after that. Cause she passed away at like four in the morning. Um, so I know I remember like a lot of people around me, so I don't know if someone handed them to me or whatever. I don't know, but they were there in my closet in a jewelry box. And I'm like, what the hell is this Altoid tin doing? Yeah, that's random. Yeah. And so I found those and I was like, oh my God, like my mom's diamond earrings. I mean, she always wore them. So I was like, oh, I'm so happy I didn't throw this tin away. Yeah, seriously. Because you could have been like old Altoids. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it, and that makes me feel better that you. That's touching. No, that really is. Mm -hmm. That, 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 that makes me actually pretty happy to hear that story from you. I love, I love hearing stuff like that. Because I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't think of anything like that, that you told me. So 
I feel happier now that like my mom's, you know, she's saying, Hey, yeah. if you think of any, I mean, you have to look for the signs. Like she is obviously reaching out to you in some way and maybe you're just not picking it up because they're not so obvious. So if you think about, you know, Oh, my mom loved butterflies and you're seeing butterflies all the time, or if a perfect, you know, her favorite bird was a sparrow, like whatever it is, like you really have to just, and you'll know it. You'll be like, Oh my gosh, this is you mom. Yeah. Like you'll be able to fill it. You'll definitely, yeah, especially loved- if you're an empath yeah. or, you know, you'll definitely pick yeah. up on it. She loved hummingbirds. So I randomly. So there you go. Hummingbirds. Yeah. And then my niece passed away as well in 2020. And oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, she was, we used to call her mariposa in Spanish. So but- oh, butterfly. Yeah. So whenever I see butterflies around me or anywhere, I'm just like, hi, hi, yep. mother. You know, like that's my baby. She's, you know, she's coming to say hi on the butter with the butterflies. I I truly believe it a hundred percent because let me tell you when I am going through rough, rough, rough times, you know, they, they send their animals, they send their insects, they send coins and it's just a reassuring moment that you're just like, okay, I'm not on this path by myself, even though I feel like I am, you know? So, I mean, I, I really like hearing stories like that. I mean, I've experienced quite a few of them myself. So, I mean, I'm a believer of all believers in in that for sure. Well, I just feel like a sense of warmth after you just kind of confirmed it. Like, I never thought about things like that, like little gifts from them. You know, I never thought of that. I was just, I'm kind of like, oh, I must have put them there, you know. I like that idea that my mom was like, Hey babe, like wear these earrings, you know, be fierce, you know, (laughs) you know, so that's good. I mean, and for me, it usually happens. Like, like I said, when stuff, either I'm stressed or um, anxious about something or, you know, going through a rough patch, someone will send me a little gift just to remind me that, I mean, I've literally made my bed, Mm -hmm. got into the shower and come back home alone and my blankets are turned down and there's like a a little pile of coins like on my bed. And I just, just yesterday I found random coins too. So, and they're always, for me, it's mostly dimes, mostly dimes that I find. And I know that my loved ones are watching out for me. So, you know, you got to look for it, look for them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So the, one of our last questions, one more ish. um, what um what made you move towards investigations (laughs) we were not planning to go down this path in any way shape or form not even with the podcast we were never going to have a paranormal podcast it was supposed to be a podcast about being you know like middle-aged experience being single moms and you know about anything and everything is what we said in the beginning like we would school and whatever our topics were it, it was just something that both we both liked and people received it really well and then just kind of blended in that we became like more pointed in what we were going to have in our discussions and then what well, was kind of the thing like you don't just go around talking to anybody about ghosts because right. like you said there are people who don't believe and they're just like you know yeah. so it doesn't come up in everyday conversation but it's a connection that we have and it's things that people like to hear us talk about mm-hmm. so once we started talking about it that's the way our podcast like started going. And then it was like, well, we don't want to invite this in. I'm never going to invite this in. I'm never going to go there. We're not going to go on ghost hunt. So don't even think that don't ask me. (laughs) And then as time started to go on and things started to develop and our, um, we had to do more research, but the research helped a lot too, because we're not, everything's not evil. Everything's not bad. Everything's not dark. Everything's not demonic. So it sort of opened our world up and, and, 
said, why not fucking try it? I remember in middle school talking to one of my teachers and saying I wanted to be a paranormal psychologist. And she like laughed at me. And I was like, she like totally tore it down. I'm like, but this is where I'm ending up going. Yeah. Yeah. How weird. I know. It's like, I already knew this was going to happen. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, We we always say that too. And a disclaimer in our podcast too, like we are not invoking anything. We are not talking to anything. We're not touching crazy stuff. If we see something that, you know, looks odd and shouldn't be there, we're not going to touch it or take it home and stuff like that. Yeah. We always give a warning that like, that's not our intention. We're just curious. We want to inform other people, you know, and have a good time with each other, you know? So yeah. So um, another part of that question is, do you already have like tools and things you use on your hunts? So mm-hmm. let me, if people are interested in starting ghost hunting, I don't know. First off, <laughs> don't go in cold. I'm going to say that. Always prepare yourself. We always say at the end of our podcast, mm-hmm. if you're going to be paranormally active, always, always. use protection. Um, so it's true. Um, you want to protect yourself. You want to protect those around you. You want to protect your, you know, your loved ones and make sure that whatever you're allowing in, because you can set boundaries just like you do in real life. If you're like, Hey, I don't like you. Don't, I don't want to hang out with you. You can do the same thing to, to a ghost. They can be shits too. And you just tell them to back off. (laughs) Um, so first off, I, let me say that before I say anything else about the tools of the trade. But secondly, like it's pretty easy to, so you can use basic stuff like, uh, flashlights, you just set them somewhere. And when you're talking, you say, Hey, you know, if you're here with us, you can go ahead and, you know, turn this flashlight on. So you can use simple stuff at home. There's also like, you know, um, hanging like a, something heavy, like a washer onto a string and holding, holding the end of the string and then asking questions. And you can say up and back for yes. And side to side for no. And, you know, you can kind of use like basic stuff when we started off. I mean, we had dowsing rods. That was like Mm -hmm. one of our first, so you guys know what the dowsing rods are, right? Mm -hmm. Technically they're supposed to be used by, um, what are they even called? Uh, surveyors like texts that try to find the um the water lines and Mm -hmm. stuff because those things i don't know how they're magic they work and they'll help you find the water lines but you can also use them to ask questions of spirit because they work based on energy and you know you can get questions answered that way but those are the pretty simple tools of the trade. But once we really started diving in it and decided that this was the path that we were going to go, like one of our first purchases and the one I think I was most excited about was our spirit box. Yeah. That, that hands down. That's our most one. She wants one so bad. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I know. I know. I'm, I'm more towards the, like, not necessarily like let's stir some shit up, but just having it with us so that we can hear it if anything happens, let me tell you, you know, basically what it does is it just moves through the radio stations at such a rapid speed mm-hmm. that all you hear is like the snow noise, you know, the right. <sighs> yeah, I've, I've heard videos of them and right. And then every once in a while a voice or something clear will pop through and you can hear. And at first I'm like, dude, this is bullshit. Like, of course you're going to be listening to a radio station and something's going to pop up. Right. But when you're asking specific questions and the voice that comes through answers your specific question (laughs) very clearly and on point. Like there's no way you can't believe we did an episode recently on this, um, 
BB Barker. Barker, who used to live in San Juan Batista back in the 1800s. And we visited his grave and literally we have the spirit box on and you can hear the spirit box. When the voices come through, it says BB Barker. It says things like saloon soul shot. And that's how he was. Di- he died. He died, you know, Ooh. walking out of a saloon. He got shot. Like she was there's asking, just, like you can touch a cat ball, all this other stuff. And there's like, you're impatient. Like it's like, responding to us and we're not we didn't hear this until we went back to the video that's the the good part yeah. is like a lot of times when you're you know you're listening to the spirit box and everything's coming through so fast as long as you're recording it somehow visually audio you can go back and you can listen to that and we pick up on more so much stuff i had ghosts telling me that i was super impatient <laughs> and i am and i am i'm so impatient i'm like i don't want to wait for the answer come on come on let's go you know kind of thing and they're like you're impatient yeah i'm like can i like, got shit to do like let's like go. this is hard work me manipulating sound to fucking talk to you so chill out lady <laughs> you know so i think that's my one of my favorites the emf detectors are very important too because you go into a space and the emfs are even before you start like off the chart like anything above a 10 is really bad so mm-hmm. like if you're in a basement and there's all this electrical stuff and that's why things are happening, that, that could be something to debunk what's going mm-hmm. on in that space. If like, it's in the red. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are like a visual, like something is passing through. Cause even the guy who made them, he said he was, they were been made for electrical currents, but they just happen to work for other things. So he, he validates that they, they he knows that because it's energy yeah right? and he's like is 100% telling the truth that some kind of electrical field passed through that machine he's like i'm not saying it's ghosts but it was like but if you're in, a, in an environment and it's set up for that and it's happening it's legitimate like feedback that you're getting mm-hmm. yeah Ooh, cat balls are fun too though yes. Because I don't know if you've ever seen a cat ball. I mean, mm-hmm. they're literally a toy for a cat. And it's like this oh, little okay. plastic ball. Mm-hmm. And it has like super yeah. cheap a bell. Got little lights inside. No, it's got lights oh, inside. Light ones. Okay. But it, and they like, you know, they blink. they blink and stuff. But the only way that they will go off is if you physically touch it. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot jump around it or, you know, dance around it or whatever, you know, stand in the way. It doesn't work that way. Like you actually physically have to touch it. So when you say, can you touch a a cat ball to tell us that you're here? And then the cat ball goes off. That's when I'm like, yeah, we got something mm-hmm. like definitely there's mm-hmm. someone here at this point. Cause we're like, we know we're not touching it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so those are super fun. Um, and I was going to say too, about spirit boxes. I forgot the funnest thing to do with the spirit box is the Estes method. So have you ladies heard of the Estes method? No, I haven't. So the Estes method is where you take, uh, your One spirit box <laughs> and you plug a headset into it. And then you, your headset should be, um, Noise canceling. noise canceling headphones so that you can't hear anything. Turn the volume on, on that bad boy. You put on a blindfold and then someone else either in the room next to you or in another room asks you questions and you with the headset on listening to the spirit box, you just say what you hear that comes out of it. Oh, they did cool. do that. So on- that's so cool. Like if Tish is like, is there anyone here with us? And then I'm over here and I can't hear her at all. And I'm over here and I'm like, yes, I'm here. Like, there's no dispute, you know what I mean? Disputing that it it's, it's cool. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy what that we do. Cool. That is cool. I'm I like really enjoy it. Awesome. But like I said, you can also <laughs> use a bunch of simple stuff too, to start yeah. off, but okay. we're, we're planning on, you know, working our way up because Better I mean, equipment. the further you go, the equipment's more and more expensive. So right. right. 
um, well, maybe we'll go on an adventure together. Yeah. That would be cool. We, we'd be open to it if you guys want to go find with us. Actually meet you guys in person. Yeah. But we, a lot of cool stuff and haunted stuff in Sacramento when we're doing research too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really? can, yeah. there's just like really what we, we only know like a few places like uh, Dryer Lane and like old Sacramento, like yeah. downtown Sac is like, and we're then, just like, born um, and raised here. So we're like, this place boring. What's the, <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys can go underground there too, right? Oh, the Dorothy Puente uh, house. Yeah. 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 And it's open, right? Yeah, it's open now. Yeah. It yeah, I want to do that. Open now. Yeah. Yeah. If we live here. We've never gone there. <laughs> hey, maybe one of these days we'll have to head out that way and you guys can show us around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, but we would we would love to take you on a ghost hunt too. Yeah. I mean, we have a ton yeah. coming yeah. up. So. That'd be a lot of fun. I, we're yeah. totally open for that. If you're down. <laughs> I'm not so sure about Amber. She looks a little scared. No, Amber. <laughs> oh, no. I'm the she's one. The I want to be that- there. She's like, I'm no. the one because I'm like sensitive. I'm like, oh, bro, you're trying I don't to get me killed. Like- <laughs> well, I think Frankie was super scared when we first started. Like she had like a lot of legitimate concerns and she like like was doing all this research to protect herself. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like to, let's go. <laughs> I have to I have to like close myself down and not be like accepting any energy or anything and I wear a certain bracelet that I gotten from um what we call a cudendero and it's like um like a shaman so like I have yes that are supposed to help me not well, you you legitimately have to set your boundaries mm-hmm. so you can say you can say hey i'm cool if you walk in my path and i see you i'm cool if you talk to me just don't touch me right you're not allowed to touch me so whatever it is that your boundaries are that's what you set in the beginning that's a good idea yeah yeah well, i don't want to see saying, anything like or i don't want to see yeah i don't yeah. want to see you i don't want to end up with white hair <laughs> in a crazy house yeah, yeah. But yeah, go ahead and touch this flashlight. Yeah. I would be really excited to meet you Me guys too. in person and yeah. to uh, do a ghost hunt would be fun. Yeah. I oh, know. I think so too. That sounds awesome. Uh, do a little dance party and then do a little ghost hunt. Hell yeah. <laughs> I listened to your episodes on the Brookdale Lodge. I'm like, that place sounds amazing. Yeah, go there. Cool. We've never been. So I'm like, like, yes. Oh, yes. Go there. That's a place that you could hang out at all all day too. Like they have a like pool and they have a really awesome bar and yeah, it's fun. Yeah, totally. Like go hang out around the fire at night. There's a fire pit. Um, if they let you towards the um the the backer back part of the bar too, that you can actually see like the the restaurant. I know that with the brook running through it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know you guys mentioned that. And I was like, that sounds like the most amazing thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> well, yeah, they're, they, they say a little girl drowned in there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so definitely we felt tons of energy. And they have tons of ghost hunters too. So if you tell them and you say you want the scariest or, you know, you the most haunted room, like they will hook no, you up. No, no high five to that. No <laughs> like, high yeah. five to that. Like, no. I'll high five you, Amber. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, we did. We asked for the scariest room. And actually the the lady that we met, the, the ghost, we didn't ask her her name. I don't know why. I'm silly of us. But um, the ghost that we met, we named sh- she was nice <laughs> as hell. And she was funny and really enjoyed our sense of humor, too. She spent a lot of time laughing. And then when we came back about six months later, um, we had a different experience with someone that was really trying to get our attention. And I just randomly named her Pamela. So now we always refer to her as Pamela. And I often wonder, like, I'm like, I wonder if it was the same girl. Cause we were like, we're going to be back. And we didn't acknowledge her. So she needed some kind of acknowledgement. So she bothered us until we did. She's like, I thought so, we were I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> we had laughs. What the hell? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm one of them. 
you had asked, I think you'd ask like, do you know what a podcast is? And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, what the hell? I don't even know what you are. <laughs> Sarcastic as ghosts. <laughs> yeah. We, well, we like to have a sense of humor about it too. Yeah, you can't to. take anything too seriously. Yeah, that's exactly Especially it. what we're doing. You have to have some like relief. It's got to be a roller coaster. It can't just be all like terror. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. For or sure. around every corner. <laughs> like, yeah. we, we've had, like our scary moments. Like I was terrified to drive down uh, Dire Lane without lights on or anything oh, because of all of the super and all the stories that is about that lane like your car can stop yeah um, like your car can die you can see um like a cop like chasing you but there's not actually no one there yeah yeah or you can see um unfortunately a lynching that happened there like you'll see them walking like it, it's just like a lot of scary things and i was terrified and you can tell in my episode that i'm like let's go as fast let's as possible fast. because i don't want to do this like it was like hicks road in san jose remember when we did that mm-hmm. <laughs> way before the podcast and i was the whole time like i can't wait to get out of here that was Aww. me amber was like juiced but i was like no <laughs> i don't want to see anything and like we went during the day so we can feel it out like see what it you know what it looks like during the day mm-hmm. and it is completely different at you're night. like hmm no oh, cops no terrifying no ghosts. like and then we did it with no lights on as well like we turned off our lights and like slow drive like down it and i'm like oh no 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 that's also scary. that's not safe so we're no. like okay flip back on, yeah flip flip back on. on. yeah <laughs> Um, driving with no lights even on an on a unhaunted like country (laughs) road is scary as hell it makes you feel like it's haunted yeah and she was like let's do it one more time and i'm like absolutely (laughs) Uh, clearly i'm the reckless one in this relationship (laughs) Um, well before we go because we've had a lot of uh, fun with you and we've i don't want to take up too much more of your time yeah thank you Um, guys so much for oh absolutely this. this is fun Give our listeners a little insight into your podcast and where they can learn more about you, like your website and things like that. Yeah. So our podcast is called You Didn't Ask with Frankie and Tish. I am Frankie. Tish. And with me as always is Tash. (laughs) Um, We we just started revamping actually too and we're heading more toward the paranormal investigation this year just because Mm -hmm. we've gotten a lot of people um, requesting us for help uh us to you know hunt in their restaurants or their houses yeah Yeah, businesses um so we're kind of heading down that path a little bit more this year Mm -hmm. um which means that we're going to be dropping a lot of content on youtube we're gonna you know make a lot of videos Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to see what we see our first um one of our spirit investigations with a spirit box in san juan what's our youtube channel Mm, I don't know. She knows with Frankie and Tish. Okay, yeah, that's what it is. I'm not, I don't know. She does all this stuff. You know, you, you have to, and you have to put yeah. <laughs> And then um, we are also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And I don't know what we are on any of those, but you can find us easily by typing in You Didn't Ask with Frankie and Tish. Or, or Frankie and Tish, yeah. Uh, or just You Didn't Ask 13. Yeah. We're on all those com. places. We're pretty easy to find. Yeah. Um, and we are also the official podcast of the Menagerie, Menagerie Oddities Market. So mm-hmm. if you follow them, you can find us pretty easily and vice versa. If you guys want to um, see us out at events, we don't do all of them, but we definitely post everything on social media when mm-hmm. we're going to be there. And um, if you want to meet us, come say hi, come take pics, whatever it is. Um, you can find out all the information on our most likely our Instagram 
we're pretty, I think we, we frequent Instagram the most. Okay. Okay. Or through email. Like I think we're pretty responsive with that too. So if anyone has anything out there, like stories or like locations. Yes, we do take. My grandma's house is haunted. We'd help. Like, again, that we're welcoming all those types of requests and responses. Yeah, we take stories. So you could potentially have one of your stories on um, one of our episodes. Mm -hmm. for sure. email address. I don't know. Amber did all of the. (laughs) It's you didn't ask 13 at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you. Do you guys have any questions? Yes. Before we let you go. Yeah. When are we going to hang out? <laughs> when are we get coffee, coffee, donuts, and um, phantoms. Yeah. Yeah. Phantasms. Don't, um, don't be a stranger. Hit us up. And yes, let, for sure. And let us know like, Hey, you want to come to this? And we'll like, hell yeah. Or if you're going to come down to sack and you want to. Oh up. yeah. If you guys are actually, yeah. Oh. We may hit you up a lot sooner than you think because mm-hmm. we have some stuff in the works and we are looking for people. So let's do yeah. it. Don't put your phone on silent. <laughs> I was never on silent. No. Yeah, we're, we're totally down. And thank you so much for doing this. Yes, thanks. you're welcome. I cannot tell you how much fun that we have had and how much I appreciate you yes. guys reaching out to us. I mean, you ladies reaching out to us. This was a blast and hopefully it won't be the last. Right. Yeah, definitely. That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, that was a total blast. We hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. And most importantly, always remember, if you're going to be paranormally active, always use protection. <laughs>